Greetings and welcome to Hello Pine Knob, the official podcast for Pine Knob's 50th anniversary. I'm Gary Graff, and throughout the season, we're celebrating by taking a look at Pine Knob's present and especially its past, revisiting some of the most important events in the theater's history and talking with some of the folks who made it. After 50 years and more than 3,100 events, there's more than we'll be able to jam into these episodes, but hey, that's why there's a next season. In today's episode, we look at Live in Detroit, the album and video Peter Frampton recorded at Pine Knob on July 17, 1999, and released during May of 2000. It was Frampton's sixth appearance at Pine Knob and was his third concert album after the triple platinum Frampton Comes Alive in 1976 and Frampton Comes Alive 2 in 1995. Live in Detroit features a band that includes longtime band members Bob Mayo on keyboards, and the show featured big hits like Show Me the Way, All I Want to Do is Be By Your Side, and 16 Minutes of Do You Feel Like We Do, as well as I Don't Need No Doctor from Frampton's previous band, Humble Pie. We caught up with Peter at his home in Nashville for some remembrances about the Live in Detroit project. So the subject at hand, of course, is the Pine Knob Live album. Yes. Um, and, it's, you know, so tell me about doing that, the, the decision to do it. Why there? Why at that time? Well, I had all, always said that when and if we do a live DVD, um, it's the best sounding venue in the country. And I would say, you know, almost the world. I mean, I haven't played every, every, everywhere, but we always look forward to playing there because they've done so much to the sound there with those crazy things either side. And it all worked. And you know me, I'm all about audio and sound. So not only is it a great sound on stage, it's an amazing sound out front. You know, obviously we have terrific engineers and stuff. So, but the building itself is very conducive to really great sound. And I think the the Detroitans, they know that. They know they've got like one of the best buildings and they're proud of it. And I, I am too for them, you know. Also, another reason was when we were going to do the live album in 75, there were three places that we had chosen where I was a regional success. <laughs> we can't say that now anymore, but it was Detroit, New York, and San Francisco. And it would just came down to routing and where would be the best place? Where can we get the best truck? Where's the da da da? So it was Wally Hyder's truck from LA came up to San Francisco, but it could just as easily have been Detroit. You know, so I made a promise to myself that when we do a DVD, it's got to be Detroit. It sounds so good. If you're going to capture sound and visual, and it looks great too, obviously, but if you're going to do do something for particularly for capturing a great sound, that's the place to do it. Sure. What do you remember about the night? Uh, I remember that before I went, before we went on, there was a technical issue. I got everybody together and basically told everybody, let's get this together, <laughs> which they did in no uncertain terms. And it G'd me up because things weren't quite how I wanted that. I'm a control freak. What can I tell you? Um, weren't exactly like I wanted. So I, I pretty much berated a lot of people before we went on. But what it did was it put me in this fiery mood. Friends of mine have said, yeah, you always play. When you've got a little angst, you always play 
even better. So I guess I put it down to that. <laughs> but it was just once, you know, 30 seconds into the show, that was all gone. You know, it was as soon as we started lying, the, the song lying, and the audience would just all smiles and clapping in the air and just going berserk. It was, um, I was home. I was home in Detroit. That was great. Do you, I mean, I, you don't sit around listening to your own stuff, watching your own stuff, but when was the last time you took a look at this thing? Oh, I, I, I haven't looked at it in, well, actually, I take that back. No, I, I've watched it because some of it, because it gets shown on TV occasionally, parts of clips from it. But um, I've listened to the, the CD from it as well. So I'm not big on watching myself, to be honest. Um, and I can barely listen to myself, but I'd prefer to listen <laughs> than watch. Frampton played 14 more times at Pine Knob, finishing with his North American farewell tour in 2019. This year is also the 50th anniversary of the release of Wind of Change, Frampton's first solo album after leaving Humble Pie. What do you remember about putting out the first solo record? Well, it was Chris Kimsey's first album as an engineer. He'd been kicked out of the nest by... Glyn Johns being his assistant. Chris was the assistant with Humble Pie on Rock On. So I, we we were on the same plane, either going to New York or coming back. And we worked it, so we sat together because we knew each other. And I, he said, what are you doing? I said, well, I'm, I'm thinking of doing my own solo record now I've left Humble Pie. And he said, Glenn's kicked me out the nest. He said, he wants me, to, he said, I'm ready to be an, my own engineer. So I said, well, let's do it together. And let's learn together. Let's do it. So that's what I remember first and foremost is this wonderful feeling of anything goes. There's no rules. We'd done so much listening to all together to analyzing Motown, analyzing, you know, Booker T, analyzing this one. You name it. We, we pulled everything apart and learned so much from all, all this music that we both enjoyed together separately, you know. There were no expectations. That's what I think was the, the best part about making. Let's do this today. Okay, let's try it. Certain things worked and certain things didn't, but we were always open to anything, whether it be, well, you got too many slow ones. I don't care. I really don't care. I mean, this is what I'm writing right now. And I feel very close to these songs. It was, as we know, it wasn't a huge hit, but it's been, you know, people still love it today so sure. did you have the kind of George Harrison all things must pass experience where out on your own you had a bunch of songs that hadn't been used in humble pie that you wanted to to get out yes as soon as we changed our mo which was in recording not live but in recording when Glenn sat us down and said look we've done one album together or maybe it was before the Beardsley cover, Humble Pie, just the white album, white cover. When he sat us down and, and just said, look, I don't think you're using all your best uh, guns, as it were. Uh, he said that, um, may I make a suggestion? We said, yeah, yeah, that's why you're producing us. Um, so he said, Steve's the singer, Pete's the guitar player, Jerry's the drummer, and Greg's the bass player. Okay? And, <laughs> and we said, sounds good to me. We'd like to thank Peter Frampton for his time today and his memories of recording live in Detroit at Pine Knob. 
That's it for this episode of Hello Pine Knob. You can catch other episodes wherever you get your podcasts, including odyssey.com and via 313presents.com. For more information about Pine Knob's 50th anniversary season, brought to us by United Wholesale Mortgage, Trinity Health, and Ally, and all of 313 Presents events, visit 313presents.com. I'm Gary Graff. Thanks for listening.